0: You're listening to the BrideChilla
1: Podcast, helping bride chillers and chillers plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. Hey y'all, welcome to the show. Uh, Alicia here, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is that, ma- uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I just sound like I was on autopilot. I am never on autopilot when I'm talking to you. I just want you to know that I am 100% present. I'm in the moment. I'm ready to go. I have to say, <laughs> just thinking then. Rich and I were on the tube, we're on the tube, onto the ground, and there was a free magazine. I don't know where you live if they perhaps give out free media on public transport, but I always enjoy reading a bit of a free magazine, a newspaper, whatever, and Londoners love it because it means they don't have to make eye contact with anyone else. However, we were reading an article together We don't often read a magazine. We were coming home from a plane trip. We were reading an article and we had to have a bit of a laugh because the article was about the recording artist Craig David. I don't know if you remember him. He was from the two thousands, which feels like one million years ago. This was his song. (laughs) There was something about the make and love by Wednesday that always made me vomit into my mouth. Now, I, at the time, that was the year 2000. The year 2000. I was working in a music shop. I promise this story has a point. And uh, we would have to play his album over and over again and send us all slowly insane. I know he was very popular, so no disrespect. I'm sure we all... Danced and swayed, although a lot of you listening probably weren't old enough to it because it makes me sound like an old lady, but, you know, danced in some sort of nightclub situation to his songs. However, he recently has had a comeback and we were reading an article about him and just saying, ah, Craig David's back, but it talked about him wearing a watch, but the watch, because he's been, this is a bit wanky, the watch had no hands right and all it said on the watch face is now and we were like what the fuck what is he talking about this is silly but he has said that the we should be thinking about now we shouldn't be looking at our wrist and thinking about the future <laughs> so we were just like we got the giggles on the tube thinking about this watch Or non-watch, whatever you want to call this piece of jewellery, I suppose it is. And just how silly it is. Yet in the article, they really went on and on about how innovative this watch is. But he just said in the article, I just put it on the internet. So it's not even his thing. Anyway, that was my long story about Craig David. It has nothing to do except for saying living in the moment. And being present, obviously, when I speak with you. Today on the show, gee, that was a weird long, not long, but weird way to introduce the show welcome to the show. If you are new to the show, this is how I roll. I'll tell you a funny story and then I'll help you plan your wedding. <laughs> I'm your support network. I am your virtual bridesmaid. So I really enjoy talking about weddings, but I also enjoy entertaining you and taking your mind off some potentially hellish moments of wedding planning. I'm going to share with you part two of of my interview with Belinda McCormack. She is my cousin. She is an Aussie living in Chicago. She works for an international airline. We get to see her a little bit and her lovely partner, Luke. And we were recently on a holiday in Iceland together and had just an amazing time. Although the midnight sun was a little freaky to get used to, I really appreciated it. We got so much done. If we had longer days, I would be far more efficient. And we did ask one of the gentlemen, the car hire guy who helped us. And we said, do you have blinds? Does sleeping in the light worry you? And he's like, no, I've always done it. That's not an Icelandic accent, by the way. And we would spend all our time just trying to block out the light because we'd get into bed at midnight. And I'm a real 10 o'clock girl. But we'd get into bed at midnight and then go, geez, it's still light. What's going on? And then the sun would go down. And when I say go down, I mean, it would get slightly dark. And then at 3 a.m. the sun would come up. So I don't know. It must have mixed with our, messed with our melatonin levels because we were all like sparky and bright. But then as soon as we all got home, it was like we'd been drugged. And it took me about three days to recover afterwards. What I really enjoyed about Monday's episode is learning a little bit about Belinda's perspective of being an Aussie living in the U.S. And having lived there for five years, she's been to lots of weddings Um, has sort of adapted, I suppose, to the US way of doing things. But also when it comes to wedding planning, she has really, they, and I say she because I was primarily interviewing Belinda because Luke and Richard were driving and navigating. So I didn't want to cause problems with their driving and navigating because that would be dangerous. However, We spoke a lot about combining cultural traditions, but also about Belinda's observations of why we get stuck in a rut of doing things. And I know a lot of my US listeners have written to me and left voice messages saying, actually, we hadn't been given other examples of things. The US wedding media can be a little blinkered when it comes to saying, this is how you do it, this is what's going on. And a lot of ideas have come from this podcast. People have said a lot of ideas that they've implemented in their weddings, have been inspired by UK listeners and Australian listeners and other European listeners who are perhaps injecting a little bit of a different idea and different ways of doing things, and vice versa. I know I've had lots of Australian listeners who have said, I had never thought about, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know I've had people writing saying, this is a an interesting way uh, our U.S. listeners have suggested doing things. I'm going to copy that, or I'm going to be inspired by that. So it's wonderful as the bride chiller and groom chiller community comes together. We all are sharing new ideas, and there is definitely no right way to do things. That's my big message uh, that I would like you to take home today. That there is no way that you need to be following specific things. It's your wedding, as we all know. Do what you want to do. So this episode kicks off uh, with us in the car. Remember, we're in the car. We're in Iceland. We might acknowledge some beautiful Icelandic scenery around us. There's some landscapery. And uh, that is because we were in amongst it and we were recording as we were looking at this beautiful stuff. So that's if you're new to it, if you haven't heard Monday's episode and you're like, what the hell is Alicia talking about waterfalls for? It's because we're there. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please
0: stick to the rivers and the
1: lakes that you are used to. All right, here it is. Okay, we're back. We just saw a beautiful waterfall.
0: We did. It was beautiful. We should post some photos of it. We will
1: def post photos. And uh, there was a hitchhiker there who tried to jump. No, he
0: didn't try to jump in our car. (laughs) Our backstory, there was a hitchhiker earlier who was actually hitchhiking live with his hand out. And he turned around and smiled. And (laughs) Alicia was like let's go let's pick him up and all it took was one smile (laughs) i just thought he seemed nice (laughs) he that's such an easy thing it's like smile i've got 10 knives in my bag i'm ready but we're in iceland and it feels like a trustworthy country and we the police here don't even have guns fun fact I like that. Yeah, I like that.
1: Too. Um, okay, so we just started a conversation and I'm like, why the hell are we not recording this? And I made everyone shut up until we could bring it up again. Belinda just asked me a question uh, about seating at her wedding, their wedding. Luke,
0: sorry. <laughs> I think he's coming. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so we were just, uh, both of us, mainly because we can't be bothered, don't want to do designated seating just because again that's a lot of time to figure it out Write everyone's name on a piece of paper make the paper fancy um and we just kind of want to see how it flows when people uh, actually get to the wedding because the other thing is is that you know everyone has been in that situation where you're at the dud table you're at the table where everyone there doesn't know each other and may or may not have got a sympathy invite which is fine because you still get the invite true and like that ends up sometimes being more fun you know honestly like we've had some great dud table weddings um but why not make every table in a way like a dud table and just mix everyone up who doesn't know each other and but they that's the thing everyone knows us well if you want to really make it fun you could do a random draw we could do a raffle when everyone gets there. Or bingo.
1: Table bingo. Table bingo. (laughs) We could do that. Let's go through the pros and cons. Right? One of the cons is your mother, my wonderful auntie Anne, does not think this is a good idea.
0: She does not. My mum is very uh, traditional and likes to do things by the book. She was a teacher, so it makes sense. Um, So when I brought this up, in a random conversation, she was kind of gobsmacked that we would even go down this path.
1: I love that you've challenged her many times during this process. And she's accepting. I will give her 100 points. Aunty Ann accepts and moves on.
0: Sort I've challenged of. her many times throughout my life. So <laughs> this is just, just part of the journey. <laughs> and she you have the big traditional white wedding with,
1: uh, you know, your sister Claire, my cousin Claire. They've done... You know, that was a beautiful wedding. But
0: it was quite... It was quite traditional. It was quite an ordeal. And to be honest, that's also why she um, kind of said to us, like, just, you know, take it as it comes slash don't go overboard and let's make this easy. Yeah. Okay. And that's nice. But then she also is, like, very picky about something. So, a little bit
1: hypocritical. So, pros and cons. Let's just go back. Pros and cons of the seating stuff. If you don't tell people where to sit are you look knowing that your guests
0: do you think there'll be a shit fight on the day or do you think they'll be cool and just go yeah we'll sit wherever we want I think I think 99% of the people will be cool Um, but I think it might surprise people which is one of the reasons why we may not do it because people like to know what's going on and like the expected when they go to a wedding so I don't want to panic people but I think most people would be okay with it I'm I'm so in two minds. I support
1: the easiness of it. I think it's good because I know your mum likes to stick to like she's quite good with sticking to the plan, likes things done a certain way. I love you Annie Ann, by the way. This is not a this is not a disrespectful comment. But also you're very good at challenging your mum's way of thinking sometimes. And again,
0: I love watching that happen. Yeah, I guess um, We will just see what happens. So at the moment, we are thinking no seating plan, but uh, things may change. And also uh, last night at dinner, we discussed, you know, Luke's family, you come
1: from, Luke, you're driving, so I'm going to talk on behalf of you here. Luke's parents have split up. They've got new partners. They're sort of, not dramas, but you know, it's not always simple pimple when you're coming to bringing families together. People have different feelings and thoughts about the situation. So maybe thinking about that, it would be good to schedule seating because then you're not having anyone sort of say, "Well, I wanted to sit with them, or I don't want to sit near them."
0: I don't know. Yeah, maybe we we do a, a seating plan, but have a sign that says, "This isn't concrete," and if you want to switch, it's okay. So we might give people the option.
1: I think it's nice because look, confession: I have on a few occasions picked up my name tag and moved it.
0: Yeah, and I've done that too. Guilty.
1: I'm fine with that. I don't know if the people at the wedding... They wouldn't care. They wouldn't have even known
0: on the day. No, I don't think so. And hopefully they'll be well boozed by then. Exactly. That's my plan.
1: Can you hear that we're related and we've spent a lot of time together? Well boozed. That's my sort of... She's my sort of gal, the way that uh, she talks. What do you think about this situation? Are you willing? Are you doing it? Would you consider not having a seating plan when it comes to your wedding? Would you be happy with people just going potluck, sitting wherever they want? Would you do a bingo? I think that would be... Str- uh, if you have had, <laughs> or you've been to a wedding where they've done a seating plan bingo, God, get in touch. That's That would be amazing. I don't know if that would be too time consuming, but as the MC of Belinda and Luke's wedding, I would be up for bringing some bingo balls and uh, table numbers and just reading people's names out. It might be a little weird, but we could give it a crack. I don't know if they'd be up for that, really. So the question I have for you, and uh, I will be playing back your answers in a very soon upcoming episode, is, would you go rogue? Would you do, would you just chuck out the seating plan? Or do you think seating plans are important? After the break, we also talk about themes. Team with the theme is a very Australian thing to say. Do you need a theme? Do you need some sort of color coding? Again, this is a question that was posed to Belinda and Luke, and they were like, mm, don't know. We haven't thought about it. I think a lot of people are in the same situation of going, I don't know, I had never thought of a theme. And then someone's asking me, what's your theme? It's very funny. All right, more of the show. The number one wedding podcast, might I add. After this very short break from my sponsors, please support them. They love me and they help me make the show. And I love you. So we're one big happy family.
0: Let's talk about themes because that was something I know that you went, I don't know. Yeah, that was one thing our wedding planner was like, well, what's your theme? And it's like we had to have a perfect description sentence of what our theme is, like modern rustic or, you know, Hawaiian beach. Like we just didn't have a theme. What about we're getting hitched, we love each other, that's the theme. Yeah, and and then she was like, well, what are your colours? And again, I don't have colours. I there's certain colours I like. Like my favourite colour is mustard. Um so <laughs> um and you know Luke's favourite colour is blue. Shocker. And so um but we weren't like oh we have to have these colours and to be honest and I'm not offending I don't want to offend anyone here but I'm not a fan of someone picking a color and having that everywhere possible in the wedding to me that's just not my personality it's that's a very type a kind of approach to things. I don't want to sure. offend people please i uh, I offend everyone every week I think that's why they love me but um, I didn't want to have this color kind of take over the whole wedding um so it was like all you see um so it kind of i i still i don't can't remember how it happened but Uh, The wedding planner, that's right. The wedding planner was like, oh, well, you know, you should make a Pinterest board and that will help you. Because I think the wedding planner probably has never met anyone like us before that didn't really have a very strong opinion about a lot of things. Um, I love that. So she said, make a Pinterest board and start looking at some things. And that actually really helped. I did start pinning and um, I found a picture of a hawaiian wedding with a lot of pineapples and it was kind of like this thing i was like well that's it pineapples are the theme and (laughs) it's a bit wacky but it suits you guys so much as soon as you said i was like yeah pineapples it's great yeah and then i kind of talked to luke about it and we were like yeah because pineapple in hawaii also signifies like a warm welcome thing thing uh can we just insert that in there? What it actually means? Fine, I'll look it up on Wikipedia.
1: As promised, I have gone to Wikipedia and I have looked up exactly what Belinda was talking about. So, the word pineapple, right, is recognised as a traditional expression of welcome. And uh, the fruit symbolises those intangible assets we appreciate in a home warmth, welcome, friendship, and hospitality. Just don't put it on a pizza.
0: No, I think it does mean, like, a good company, warm welcome. That's, like, the... That's how it's signified locally. But, um, yeah, we kind of saw this pineapple thing. We're like, that's really fun, because then we can put it in the food, in the drinks, in the decorations. We can just kind of put it everywhere, but it's not going to be too in your face that people will be like, what's with all these pineapples? So we're going to be subtle, but... Yeah, have a pineapple theme. (laughs) I want to say we were having
1: having some drinks last night. We'd found an excellent bar in Reykjavik in Iceland where we are. Have we said that enough? Uh, And we were having some Moscow mules and we were really enjoying these happy hour mules and Belinda got on the old Googs and asked Googs, is there a Hawaiian
0: mule? And you found a Maui mule. I found a Maui mule that already had pineapple in it. So it's meant to be. But, yeah, I think this theme, I think the theme also – is reflect it should be reflective I personally think this of your venue and your experience I don't think you should pick a theme without actually making sure it works at your venue or the type of wedding you want because pineapple works for this whole Hawaii beach side wedding but I don't know pineapple probably wouldn't work at a downtown city wedding as much so agree something else to think about maybe and you made the great point um
1: off air, uh, where you said you're in a beautiful beachside, um, beautiful venue that. You know, the view and all this sort of stuff sort of sells itself. So, why would you go OTT on bringing a lot of shit in um, and decorating it when you really want to appreciate the venue? And I think that's something people need to remember and go, less is more when it comes to sort of venues. And sure, there are other places you might need to zazz up a bit, but you know,
0: chill out about it. Yeah. And um, again, we had a lot of offline discussions. I'll bring it online. Um, (laughs) The pineapple thing also worked as well because when we got this ridiculous quote for the florist which i nearly i nearly screamed about because i was like how can someone think that someone would pay that for flowers i love and this is maybe your australian attitude
1: and also just you in general i think we're very similar in being quite outspoken with stuff but
0: going i think they weren't expecting you to go what what (laughs) what I don't think so. <laughs> and I I think everyone should actually do that when they see a quote and be like, Is this really it? Because You're on the same planet as me? I think that you can negotiate I'm not in the bridal industry, but I think you can negotiate flowers especially because woof, that that quote she gave us was obscene, but that's when we we're like, wait, like we don't need all these flowers because we're getting married outdoors and why add to what's already there and pay for things that aren't really needed and they're going to actually distract people from the nature and the beauty of where we are. Um, So we're just going to throw a few pineapples in and hope that, I don't know, that makes it a bit more natural as well, but it's also a decorative touch. And we can go to Costco down the road and buy trays of them for like $5. That's the other thing because then the, our florist was like, oh yes, well I can help with the pineapples. Um, I don't think so. No, we we can go to Costco and source our own pineapples and yeah, it might be seen as a bit annoying that we have to go to Costco, but I'd rather do that and get a tray of pineapples for $10 than be charged $5 a pineapple. It's just like the principle to me that why should you make money off these poor pineapples? Yeah, because she's probably going to Costco and buying the pineapples. Exactly. (laughs) So we
1: can beat you to it and do it ourselves. (laughs) And I don't think, you know, some people have written and said, not having a go at me about being a complete tight ass, but the idea that if you can shave off, let's use the pineapple example, if you know that you can save the money and the time is minimal to go to Costco because you're going to Costco to get the booze anyway and you've got a bunch of family in town that are more than willing to help you out, that if you can make that sort of move, save that money, the money can be redistributed elsewhere. It's not necessarily super tight ass. I think it's being resourceful.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because my mum, and if you're ever listening to this, love you, mum. Love you so much, honey. (laughs) Ann. She has said to us, she's like, it's not about the money. You know, this is a once in a lifetime. Don't worry about the money. You know, we, we want it to be the best of the best, which... Is great, and we're very grateful that we don't necessarily have a strict budget. I mean, we're not millionaires here. Let me be clear on that. I'm going to reiterate that the (laughs) McCormacks—we are not not millionaires. Um, But it's nice that we don't have that set dollar amount that you know we have to stick by. But that being said, I also don't want to be ripped off for stupid shit like pineapples, and I'd rather use that money in the things that we value more, and we want people to after going to. A lot of weddings ourselves and you know after being engaged I think you also go to weddings and you're a bit judgy naturally you're a bit judgy because you are kind of I don't want to do that and oh let's let's copy this and let's do that but for us like we've been to a lot of weddings and what we value is obviously different to what everyone else values but what we value is like having a decent meal and good drinks and so I'd rather put that money from the overpriced pineapples into the food and the booze. but that's just us and, that's that's, nice. and that to me is like exactly what Bride Chiller Attitude's
1: all about, is knowing what you want, knowing what value you find in it and how much you're willing to spend on it. Yep, that's, that's it. Thank you. Hey, it's been such a pleasure spending this long weekend with you. Not even just the podcast. I mean, interviewing the
0: backseat has been like your dream guest. And people driving past are probably like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Good, let them look. I'm a famous... A celebrity that's visiting Iceland, but we're also driving around in a Rav Four, so maybe not that. <laughs> I famous. love this Rav Four, <laughs> and we are actually—I will report on this. We have broken the boot
1: of the car, not broken; it's just malfunctioned.
0: It's malfunctioned, so uh, hopefully we don't get an extra credit card charge. But that's I don't think where we Alicia will. comes in; she's going to sweet talk us out of it. Because this is
1: my one's not one skill, but I—if if you ever need someone to either get mad at customer service get out of a charge or some sort of problem, I'm the lady to do it. I can distract, I can motivate, I can entertain, and then we get the fuck out of there before we have to pay any money. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> I, will, I will I will report back. Uh, Belinda McCormack, I love you. Love you too. Luke, thank you. You're quietly driving, but I also love you. Right. That was a very Australian, it's his American Australian response.
0: He thinks that Australians are very, um, well, not Australians, just my dad. <laughs> He's a man of few words, so that's Luke's new thing is to role play a bit of dad McCormack. Right. She really does talk
1: the good talk, B Mac. Belinda McCormack is bride chiller, Belinda, and I was delighted to have shared some of her insights, have her shared some of her insights. I think she's a very level headed person, very funny. And uh, I'm so excited about reporting about their, reporting about their wedding, that sounds silly, reporting back to you about the progress of their wedding planning. In a few weeks time, you will be hearing from Belinda again, because I have created an episode, uh, well, it's tentatively titled Dress Mess, because I've been sent some quite interesting voice messages and been contacted by a number of bride chillers about buying a dress That isn't necessarily what they thought it was going to be having a negative experience and then also how to fix these problems and Belinda actually is one of those guests. We had a big chat about a bit of a, well, I don't want to give too much away. It was really, I was so disappointed for her, but she's such an optimist. And she doesn't really take any shit, as you've heard. So it's a really interesting story. Also, I've got the wonderful Kate from Perth. It's actually an all-Aussie episode by accident. Who also contacted me earlier in the year about dress dramas about a couple of weeks before her wedding. So I said to her after she had solved the... uh, the big issue and had come back from her wedding, I said, please, let's chat about it. I would like to share the details of this saga with my listeners, really to help you find the right people, find the right suppliers, but also if things do go wrong, and they may go wrong, to not panic, To not worry too much and to come out with a positive attitude and get things done. And also, if people are shits and are really bad at their business, how to complain about what they do and also pursue further situations, further legal situations uh, if need be. I'm really interested in your feedback. If you have had. A negative situation that you would like to share with me, get in touch. If you had a very positive situation, perhaps someone has wrote, righted some wrongs, (laughs) if someone could come along and write some wrongs in my grammar and, and diction, that would be awesome. But I would like to hear, maybe you've had someone really solve a problem for you that you thought would be the unsolvable problem of your wedding planning. I love reporting these stories. I think the more we can share and the more we can learn together, the easier things are if you are put in that situation. If you want to get in touch, visit thebridechiller.com. Send me an email or even preferably a voice message. I love to share your voice messages. I love hearing your voices and attempting to do your accents. If you would like to share a donation with me, I would be eternally grateful. Perhaps you really, really Enjoy the show. Maybe you're about to get hitched and you have a couple of bucks in your back pocket that you'd like to share with me. Then all you need to do is visit paypal.me slash That's paypal.me slash or visit the bridechilla.com and there is a link there. All proceeds go to me. <laughs> you thought you were going to say like, all proceeds go to African babies and I support African and non-African babies, all babies, but particularly today, the proceeds of your donations go directly to the running of this podcast. In my own time, I'll support African babies and other babies. All right, enough silliness from me. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you are a bride chiller graduate, if you are leading towards your wedding, if you've finished your wedding, if you're just hanging around listening going, gee, I've got some feedback, then get in touch. I would like to interview bride chillers and groom chillers or groom chillers and groom chillers and bride chillers and bride chillers who have interesting stories who want to share their wedding planning journey because i know that our listeners you the people love hearing real stories and it's just great to hear how you got through the planning if it all went smoothly maybe you had some roller coaster highs and lows maybe it was completely neutral maybe not i mean look if you've got a completely neutral story it might not be as interesting who am i to judge get in touch until next Monday. No, until tomorrow. What am I doing? It's a Friday quickie tomorrow. I will talk to you then. Happy days.
0: The Bride Chiller Podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.